Hey, this is Adam Torres, and I'm here to tell you that it has never been easier to start your very own podcast. At Mission Matters, our goal is to amplify stories that matter. That means we want to help you start your podcast because your story matters. We can do this in three different ways. One, join our podcast school and take a free or paid course. Two, visit our resources page where we've already figured out what you need, such as where to host your podcast. Or three, heck, we can even do everything for you through our podcast agency, including editing for cheaper than you can do in-house. Oh, and no contracts, services month to month. Get started by heading over to missionmatters.com and click on start a podcast. All right, now let's get into the show. Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Money Podcast, your source for all things money. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Bernard Reese on the line. He's founder over at Reshare Financial. Bernard, welcome to the show. Adam, great to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, man, Bernard. So uh, excited to get into today's topic. So don't buy tax shelters, invest in them. I mean, you're the guy that I want on the line to talk about that. But before we get into that, um, let's just start off with a little bit more about what you're doing over at Reshare Financial. Tell us a little bit more about your firm, please. Glad to. Reshare Financial focuses on setting up retirement accounts, referring to IRAs, 401ks, QRPs, qualified retirement plans, for investment in alternative assets. Um, And we do that in a way that integrates with your total financial and tax profile. So it's not just about setting you up with an account that can invest in real estate, cryptocurrency, or precious metals. Um, It's doing it in a way that's thoughtful and with expertise and integrated. And the difference between doing it optimally and doing it suboptimally can be tens of thousands of dollars to millions of dollars in value, obviously depending on the magnitude of your investment and your account. Uh, so that's how we deliver value, by helping you do that in the way that's best suited for you. So Bernard, um, at the end of this, I'm going to give you the opportunity to leave your website or social or however you want some of our listeners to follow up with you. But I do want to make sure that the right types of individuals and or organizations do connect with you. Um, so what, what's typically a good fit uh, to work with Research Financial and, and your team in terms of client type? Almost any American with investable assets can be a great fit. But the, if there's one thing that it has to be that, you know, that qualifies people, it's a desire to invest in alternative assets. And alternative assets means um, assets that are not publicly traded on the stock market. So if you have an interest um, or expertise uh, to, with investing in real estate, uh, whether doing that on your own or putting your money into a real estate syndication, um, into private real estate investment, into Bitcoin, Ether, Ripple, other cryptocurrencies, cannabis investments. Um, if you want to do that, have an interest, have expertise, or know somebody that does that and is, you have an opportunity to get in on their deal, we can set you up uh, with a IRA 401k QRP uh, to invest in that in a tax-sheltered manner. So really, anybody with investable assets that has an interest in diversifying out of the stock market uh, is a great fit for us. 
That's awesome. Um, and I think that's a great transition. So speaking of um, strategies and potentially alternative investments, let's get into today's topic. So don't buy tax shelters, invest in them. I mean, I for those that have been listening to the show for a long time, um, they know that I was in a financial advisor prior to being in media for, I don't know, going on 14 years or something like that, um, 13 plus years. And uh you know, I'm a big fan of saving for retirement, whether you're using alternatives, you're doing, uh, whether you're using traditional, I mean, the whole point, whether you're using a mixture of the two, like the whole point is that you have to take advantage of, of like planning for your retirement because if you don't, like nobody else is going to do that for you. So I think this is a great topic today, Bernard. So where do you want to start with this one? Um, don't buy tax shelters, invest in them. Uh, I love the fact, I'm just going to start by saying I love the fact that you have that background in, in financial planning and advising. Uh, that just gives us great, great context here. Uh, so, so many ways to start this, uh, but just to identify what the theme is, don't buy tax shelters, invest in them. Uh, the financial marketplace is really dominated by products. They're delivered by salespeople that sell you a particular product um, that they can earn some sort of commission on. Uh, so it's a sales structure. And we are here to correct that and help you actually invest in them. Don't buy it off the shelf. Don't be sold to. Approach it thoughtfully and in a way that meets your investor profile and your needs. And there are so many ways where this is prevalent. If anybody has got an IRA or 401k, uh, most likely it's invested in mutual funds uh, at the Really, at the one extreme, you may have a financial stockbroker who is earning 5 to 9% commission every time a stock or mutual fund is sold uh, to you. Uh, but, you know, even if you've got low-cost ETFs and mutual funds and, and, and it's reasonable, your hands are tied. You probably didn't know that you can use that IRA or 401k to invest in assets that are not correlated to the market that are really in your best interest because the way these accounts are set up is that you are limited to investing in whatever the platform can sell to you. So it's one form or another. They've got to make money on you. Um, Mm -hmm. So it may be commissions, it may be trading fees, it may be 12B1, maybe trailer. You probably don't even know what these are. That's because the fees that you see are generally just the tip of the iceberg. But IRAs and 401ks, do not have to be restricted in that way. Nowhere in the tax code doesn't say anything about mutual funds uh, with regard to tax-sheltered accounts. So they can just as easily, well, not just as easily, but technically, uh, from the mm-hmm. IRS's perspective, they can just as easily be invested in real estate, private loans, hard money loans, um, assets that are that can give you greater protection, greater upside, greater risk-adjusted returns, great, far, far greater opportunity. Uh, you just need a way to do that. Um, so that's one side of that. Don't don't buy them. Don't get it off the shelf. Uh, now, there is another side to that. So we began focusing on the self-directed retirement account space, um, and we found, though, that there's a similar issue here. Um, co- companies have sprung up that will give you the paperwork that says, hey, you're allowed to, you can do this, now you have an account, you have the paperwork, uh, that enables you to take an IRA and invest it into precious metals, real estate, hard money loans, private loans, real estate, foreign real estate, you know, whether you're investing mm-hmm. in the Caribbean or Thailand. Uh, but they're just giving people the paperwork. They're not, again, tailoring it to you. There are 
almost an infinite number of ways these accounts can be structured. And the impact of doing it correctly and getting it tailored to the way you need it done can be huge. Um, doing it incorrectly can open you up to potential for very, very substantial IRS penalties. Um, and then doing it in a way that's really optimal can save you hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars on taxes versus doing it suboptimally. So we are geared to setting it up um, using the expertise that we've got in-house to tailor it to you. Um, I personally am a CPA. Um, I advise real estate investors on all sorts of tax strategies. And we are the only ones that are taking this tax expertise and applying it to retirement accounts. Yeah, I, I like it. And the way I like to talk to people about when they're looking at different things to invest in for their retirement accounts and whatnot is that, you know, to still understand that the financial industry is a marketing engine. So 401ks, mutual funds, even stock, I mean, has evolved from like your normal drip plan, which originally the drip plan, that was, that was, these are all products that are sold. So these aren't like, these aren't uh, governmental. These aren't like they, they, the IRS and, you know, the government may make the rules behind like the tax treatment of these things, but they're still, these are products that are sold. So it doesn't make sense. Just like you would, if you're going on Amazon and you're buying something and you're shopping, like you're going to probably want to compare different things. So this is no different. These are just products that were created. Some make sense for some people. Some make sense for others, like different products for different people. So um, talk a little bit more about, you know, the thought process behind, and I, you mentioned real estate, but you also mentioned some other types of alternatives. You, 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 you mentioned crypto or some other things, in the, and that this is new. So they, not just, well, crypto itself, I mean, it's been around for a little while, but the idea of them being able to be in retirement accounts or somebody even thinking about this i mean and we're not gonna we don't have the scope to talk about this one but even currency that's a product that was sold to us just so everybody gets it like we're, we don't have time for that one today bernard but that being said um let's talk a little bit more about some of those um i don't know if we could if i should say alternative alternatives i don't know like <laughs> about like crypto and other things that can be now put into retirement accounts because that's fairly new yes awesome question and i'm going to want to talk about that analogy that you used about calling it a product marketplace because you are so, so spot on um, about this being a marketplace, uh, but there's a really important distinction uh, between the Amazon marketplace and the financial marketplace. And, you know, let's address that and then we'll dive into the crypto stuff because it's very exciting. When you buy a product on Amazon um, or you go into a shop and you want to compare items, um, it's kind of what you see is what you get, right? You're looking at a electronic item. All right, you can read the reviews. Um, you can see Samsung versus Apple versus Motorola. You can compare them, read the reviews, read the specs. You get it. You can touch it in your touch it and feel it. What you see is what you get. Uh, when it comes to financial products, though, it's almost impossible to see uh, exactly what you're getting. It is very, very difficult. There's complexity here um, that you can't see. And in contrast with uh, an item that you buy on Amazon, right, it comes, it gets delivered, you see it. You don't like it, you send it back. Um, you use it for a couple of days and it's defective, you can send it back. You've got a warranty, you can immediately see. You know, they'll take it back within 30 days, no questions asked. With a financial or a tax product, uh, the risks that are there are hidden. So you may have a some sort of tax setup and all seems kind of hunky-dory, uh, but there's some sort of law in there, right? unless you're an expert in tax code, 
you can't see it. Um, and you're kind of walking around with that hidden risk. Um, the IRS never finds it. That's great. You get away with it. Uh, but the IRS can come a couple of years later, and then it's too late. There are no returns. There's no backseats. Uh, so the financial marketplace is a, definitely a marketplace, uh, but you need to exercise extreme caution and diligence before buying into anything because it's very, very easy. It's too easy um, to buy something that's not really in your best interest um, and with, you know, unwittingly and inadvertently. Uh, so that's, that's an important thing to understand. So you're so right that it's a marketplace, uh, but the way to protect yourself in this marketplace um, is going to be a little different. Uh, to transition to cryptocurrency, I love this topic. It's exciting. Uh, cryptocurrency is a can be one of the greatest assets for a retirement account, um, and I'll explain why. And again, I, this is not financial planning advice, but this is something that if you are interested in investing in crypto, this is one of the smartest ways to do it. For one, cryptocurrency investing in your own name um, it can have incredible adverse tax implications. The taxation, the tax treatment of crypto trading is just awful, and the IRS is very, very much on top of this. They dedicate a lot of resources to tracking cryptocurrency investments in taxable accounts. Um, and even if you understand the taxation, the bookkeeping and reporting to the IRS um, is just a nightmare. It's a royal nuisance. So one thing is, by just doing that inside of a tax-sheltered account, you just completely sidestep all that reporting, all that tax implication. Uh, but another component of this is, is understanding uh, the nature of a cryptocurrency investment. Uh, for most folks that are putting money into crypto, the thesis is, is this doesn't perform like a stock. You're not looking for some sort of, uh, you know, 8% return over time. Um, the the thesis here is that this may be worth 100x or 1,000x, uh, right, 1,000 times what it currently is worth. It could also become worthless. Um, those are both possibilities. But the thesis is, is hey, if I put $10,000 in the cryptocurrency, I can lose $10,000, uh, but that may $10,000 may be a million dollars. Um, as cryptocurrency continues to appreciate, um, especially in the current environment with all the, you know, the government printing money and all that, this is the investment thesis. Well, where would you want to have an investment that goes from being worth $10,000 to a million dollars? Would you want to pay taxes on all that, or would you want to avoid taxation on all that incredible gain? Uh, the, the answer, obviously, is, that's a bit of a rhetorical question. You want that in an account that's going to escape taxation. So the super powerful thing that people can do is do that inside of a Roth-style retirement account, whether we do it in a Roth QRP, Roth IRA. Um, and this way, you know, you put some money in there, and you can get that completely, completely, completely tax-free. Uh, what do you say to that, Adam? Well, and the thing is, for everybody listening, that the, the strategy that Bernard is saying, it makes sense for any of your potential high appreciating, um, you know, assets. So some people will put like small cap stock in there and in, in there, you know, they'll, they'll look at other things or, or they might put, I mean, there's different ways to structure the portfolio. So I agree, like you can definitely um, consider which side. And if you think that crypto um, investment is going to be the one that, that really hits that home run for you and moves the needle, um, there's, uh, of course, you put it in a Roth or something like that, it's going to be... Uh, 
um, you're you're going to be happy at the end of the day, that's for sure. And uh, speaking of Bernard, so I could talk to you about this all day long, but we're about out of time on this episode. So that being said, if somebody is listening to this and they want more information and they want to connect with you and talk more about what you're doing over at Reshare Financial and your team, um, I mean, what's the best way for them to reach out and to get more info? Yeah, would love to connect. We love helping people. The one thing I say is sometimes just Google my name, Bernard Reese, Google Research Financial. Uh, you'll find incredible resources, and they should get you to the right place. Uh, if you want to reach out specifically, um, send an email to success at com. That's success at R-E-S-U-R-E financial.com. Uh, we'll connect with you. Look forward to helping out. Fantastic. Well, Bernard, it's been awesome having you on the show today. Appreciate you coming on to talk more about don't buy tax shelters, invest in them, and definitely everybody go check out Research Financial. So they're doing great work over there. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store. And if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Money, definitely give us a subscribe there, but also leave us some comments in the video. Love to know what kind of projects and things that you're working on. And Bernard, thanks again for coming on the show. Adam, thank you so much for having me.